sister by Shauna Spin Love, baby. And she gon' spin love and time. Helping you to master your self-image so you can master your life. Hello, my friends. Thank you for being here. Today, we're talking about our self-image and if it's dependent on other people. Are you secure in your self-image or does it depend on other people? Is it built on other people? I've been realizing that my self-image is heavily, heavily dependent on other people's thoughts and opinions of me. I've been a people pleaser my whole life and I got really good at it. I've gotten really good at controlling others' perceptions of me. I never did anything wrong or was mean to people or said no to them or gave them any reasons to have a negative opinion of me. That's when I could have a good self-image of myself. But even if just one person had a problem with me in some way, I would feel totally devastated and obsess over it for days and try to fix it. Another way that my self-image has been completely dependent on other people is with being needed. This shows up primarily with my kids and my husband. Being needed by them constantly means that I have worth and value, and that feeds into me having a higher self-image. However, when my youngest started kindergarten this year, I know I've talked about this a few times, but since then, there have been quite a few experiences where I'm not needed, needed as much, and it has felt pretty devastating and unnerving and, and lonely and really different for me. I realized real quick that I was not comfortable being alone with myself. I wasn't comfortable not being needed. I wasn't comfortable with feeling the feelings of loneliness. I wasn't sure I had worth or value. I even remember saying to my husband that like, I don't even feel like a person anymore. It felt so real to me. Another thing I've realized that I do and have done my whole life is avoid disappointing people at all costs. If someone is disappointed with me, it actually feels like I'm going to die. My husband and I have made some really big decisions and changes in our lives the last year or so, and I've been disappointing people left and right. Every day I have to work to be good with myself, to love myself, to support myself, and to tell myself that I'm good and worthy, to have my own back, and to know that their disappointment doesn't mean anything about me, even though it feels like it does. So when our self-image is dependent on other people, we cannot handle them being disappointed in us because that means that we are wrong or bad in some way. Because we can't believe that we are good and worthy and valuable without other people being happy with us and pleased with us. Okay, something I've noticed in myself is that it feels really true that I can control the way people think and talk about me so that I can have a good self-image. Um, I do this to some extent with all the things I've mentioned already. But what about when people say things about us that aren't true? Can we allow people to believe those untrue things about us? Can we allow people to misunderstand us, our intentions and decisions? Do we need to change their minds about us? Do we need to defend ourselves or convince them that we're right? This is a sign that we need them to have a better opinion of us so that then we can have a better opinion of us. I am totally guilty of this, you guys. But I want you to think about your own experiences and really be honest with yourself if you're doing these things too. Okay, so think about this. When you say or do something that disappoints or frustrates or annoys someone around you, how does them feeling those feelings actually affect you? Do you think about it often? Does your mind spin out of control? Do you feel the need to over-explain to try and convince them not to be disappointed or annoyed anymore? Why do you need to fix it? I have found that when another person finds something wrong with me or my choices or actions, 
I don't have a strong enough self-image to be okay with myself and allow them to have their own experience of me. Instead, their negative opinion of me proves to me what I'm already believing about myself. Does that make sense? This is why we want to get curious about these things because it's a window into the areas that we aren't loving and supporting ourselves, that we are being super cruel to ourselves. Now, I feel like I need to add here that if you've done something, you know, wrong or to harm another person or that you know was harmful to another person, you also have to take accountability, make it right, apologize, whatever you need to do to make it right. And being able to take accountability is also part of having a strong sense of self or a strong self-image. So let's say I make a decision or you make a decision and someone thinks it's the wrong decision. And they have a negative emotional experience, whether whether it's disappointment or they're mad at you or they're annoyed or frustrated with you, okay? They have this negative emotional experience, and I'm just going to call it disappointment for now. If I had a strong self-image or a strong sense of myself, I would not have a problem with their disappointment because I would know that I was secure in my choice and I wouldn't beat myself up about it. And I would feel good about the choice that I made. And I would allow them to have whatever experience they needed to have, realizing that that was more about them and less about me. I would feel peace and satisfaction with my choices and I could allow them to experience whatever they experience. If I have a low self-image or a self-image that is based on others' opinions of me or like a small sense of self, then their disappointment in me is going to prove to me that I'm messing up in some way, that maybe my decision is wrong, that maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm bad. So I would feel a lot of doubt and judgment, maybe embarrassment and shame. What about praise from other people? How important is praise to your sense of self? For me, it's always been really, really important and I didn't even know it. I think from a young age, I learned how to get praise by people pleasing and overextending myself. I learned to shut down my own desires so that I could always say yes to other people. And in turn, they would give me praise and then I could know that I was okay and know that I was a good person and know that I was on the right track. Do you see how harmful this can be? Do you see how my self-image is not stable at all if it's always dependent on other people having a high enough opinion of me that they will give me praise? It's literally impossible to show up this way all the time with all the people in your life. I know from experience, especially as I get older. And I just don't have it in me anymore. I can't keep abandoning myself and my needs and my desires to make people happy. It's totally exhausting and not fair to myself. Now for you, it might be different circumstances or different reactions or different coping mechanisms that you developed as a little kid that show up. Take a look at what that is for you. Maybe you are an overachiever so that you can feel worthy or so that other people can't say that you failed or aren't good enough. Maybe you are super selfless and take care of everybody else before yourself. In our society, that behavior is praised. What is your thing? What parts of your self-image are based on other people? Now, as we look at this, let's be careful to not add judgment or shame, you guys, or make ourselves wrong. It's really important that we create an awareness around these things without adding more negative emotion, right? Like there's plenty of negative emotion there already. Let's just look at it. Let's look at the decisions and, and the, the reactions that we have and the coping mechanisms that we have with love and curiosity, okay? If we make ourselves wrong for these things, it also shows us that our self-image is dependent on other people. 
okay? If we can do an inventory with love and curiosity, we then have the power to improve our self-image and make it less dependent on others and more true to who we really, really are. Okay, the flip side to this, what if the people around us do things that disappoint us? or make choices that we don't agree with, or they change, or they do things that feel hurtful to us. Can we allow for that without taking it personally? And uh, my answer has always been no. <laughs> I cannot allow for those things to happen, but I'm working on it. When this happens, that these people around us disappoint us or do things that feel hurtful, or they change, or they make choices we don't agree with, what happens to your own self-image? Does it slash it into pieces? Do you take everything personally? This happens to me quite a bit. It's been pretty sucky realizing how dependent my own self-image is on the people around me, even strangers. But of course, it shows up most with the people that we spend the most time with. It's something I'm working on, but it's not an overnight thing. It's actually pretty easy to shift this with strangers and people that I'm not super close with. And that's been the perfect place to start practicing. Okay, do we do this to our kids? Do we push them to be the best at sports and musical instruments and to be the best in school so that we can believe that we are doing a good job as parents? This is something that you really want to get curious about and honest about. If our kids mess up, does that affect our ability to believe that we are doing a good job? Can we allow them to make mistakes and not make it mean something about us? Can we feel good about ourselves as parents even if they get in trouble? or drop out of school, or have a girlfriend, or anything else that we might not think is best for them? Or do we need them to be good, and do good, and stay in line with what we want them to do, so that we can feel in control and good about ourselves? With my kids, I've been learning that the ways that they trigger me are often a sign of my own self-image, and it has nothing to do with them. For example, I have one daughter who will say things pretty bluntly and to the point. If she doesn't like something, you're going to hear about it. She's honest. This frequently gives me anxiety because I've practiced not saying things bluntly or honestly to keep the peace and to keep people happy. My anxious response actually has nothing to do with her and everything to do with me and my self-image around needing to keep people happy. But in the moment, it feels like it's her. And I've had to work really hard to create an awareness around this and often have to remind myself how good it is that she doesn't feel the need to people please me or anybody else. I try not to correct her too much or make her wrong or tell her that she's mean. I try to tell her that it's really amazing that she can be so honest. And if people can't handle it, that's okay. So if you have kids, pay attention to when you feel triggered by them and let that be a window into your self-image. What thing is it triggering? What part of you is it triggering? Be curious and not judgmental. Doing this will also help you not react to them in ways that you don't want to. And you'll show up better. You'll show up the way you want to. Some ways that you can start working through these things once you have an awareness. Writing. I'm not great at journaling or stuff like that, but it has been really helpful for me to write some of this stuff down. Some of it gets written in journals. Some of it gets written in the content that I'm creating, whether on the podcast or on Instagram. Some of it gets put into my paintings, right? Some of these emotions don't come out in words, but I recently started painting. And I don't know, a lot of when I'm thinking about these things and working on these things and the emotions come up, I put it into my paintings. 
So whatever works for you, find a way to get it out of your brain and onto something, paper or the computer, whatever works for you. The next thing that I would recommend is nervous system work. Finding ways to calm your nervous system so that you are better able to notice when you are reacting to other people. When someone is disappointed with you or you are disappointed with them, your body is going to have a nervous system response. It's going to feel anxious. You're going to maybe breathing is hard. Maybe you get like a pain in your chest or a pain in your shoulder or things feel heavy in your neck or your throat or whatever it is. Pay attention to that and know that it's a nervous system response. During this time, when you're having this response, your brain is way more likely to run wild and make up all sorts of stories that will feel really true. Learn how to calm that shit down, okay? Breathe, meditate, do some yoga, do some tapping videos, journaling, painting, praying, taking a hot bath, whatever it is for you. Do it often and not just when you're in this nervous system response. Practice it. When you do this, it brings you back to you. It brings your awareness back to your body and gets you out of your head. The more you do this, the stronger your self-image will be because you will have created safety for yourself. You will trust yourself. You will know that you can feel negative emotions and not die or not need to dissociate from them. And lastly, start deciding what you want your self-image to be. I know today I've talked a lot about noticing the ways we aren't choosing and we are almost, you know, victims to it. But as you look at these things, you have so much more power to choose what you do want. Spend your time and energy in that zone. Let it be fun. Let it be exciting. It's not always going to feel exciting. It can feel really painful at times as you are really honest with yourself, like, As I've noticed all the ways that my self-image is dependent on other people, it has felt pretty terrible. But if I bring my attention back to focusing on what I do want, it feels so much better. Consciously bring yourself back to you and how amazing you are and that you do have the power to make the changes you want to make. I love you, my friends. You are doing amazing work. Thank you for looking at these things in yourself. The more people that do this work, the better this world is going to be for everybody. You are making a difference for the people around you, even if it doesn't feel that way. You are. I'm here to support you if you need help in this work. It can be challenging. It can be hard to see our own stuff, but it's easy for me to see what your brain is creating for you. Reach out and schedule a call with me if you want my help and support as you do this work. I'll put the information in the show notes below. It's also on Instagram all the time in the link in my bio. And you guys, I just want you to remember, wear the damn pants. Wear the damn pants. Wear the damn pants. Wear the damn pants. What you got to say? Wear the damn pants podcast. Hosted by Shauna Spin Love, baby. And she gonna spin love and time. Helping you to master your self-image so you can master your life. Believe in your abilities and anything is possible. You be true to yourself, there's no way you can't go.